I really don't know what this podcast is going to be about. Oh, God. Hi, welcome back, or welcome to my podcast. I'm Taya. Nice to meet you. Um, Today, I am doing a podcast. I think it's going to be about how a lot of my confidence comes through sport. Um, I don't really know what the title is going to be, but that's the general idea. Um, I have no notes. I don't know why I always announce that I have no notes. Like, it's kind of apparent when I start talking. A few days ago, or was it yesterday? I think it might have been yesterday, actually. I went to my younger sister's practice. It was a futsal practice, and my coach was there, and I was just helping out with, like, collecting the soccer balls and the cones and whatnot. And he was teaching one of the exercises and asked me to explain what a cue or a trigger was. And I got really... (laughs) I felt like a little bit put on the spot but that wasn't like there's no issue there I was just really unsure about how to explain a trigger and a cue and it just felt really tricky in that moment like I didn't know where to begin my mind kind of went blank ended up just kind of standing there and saying I don't really know how to explain that um and I was really looking to my coach to kind of show me like how he would explain something like that to a younger group of um athletes And I just, like, I had a long discussion with my mom about it after because it made me feel really sucky. I felt so down about it and, like, disappointed in myself that I couldn't explain what was, like, I couldn't at least try to explain a trigger and a cue to them. And I felt like I kind of let a lot of people down, even though I know, I know now it's, it's a small moment. There's there's so much more than just like that one moment that I faltered quotation mark it's not really that like it's it was just a moment and I don't need to know everything all the time but I guess I was just kind of upset that I didn't try like and my mom was like where'd your confidence go and we had a little discussion about that and it brought a lot of things to the surface that made a lot thing like made certain things about how I function a little more clear and one of those being that I get a lot of my confidence from sport and I get a lot of my reassurance and um just grounding like in my like um what's the word I I guess it's just I I get a lot of my like reassurance in myself from sport and I'm going to explain kind of what that means to me um but in in sport, I think a lot of the time, I think I've talked about this a little bit on my Instagram before, but basically when something goes wrong, which it always does, especially when you're trying or when something's new to you or whatever it is, you're going to fail. But when something goes wrong or whatever and I fail, I just immediately think, how can I work back for this? And I have this like debt idea in my, I think by now, hopefully I have a video out somewhere or maybe a podcast about debt and how that works. Um, and I think I'm going to do it. I want to collaborate with someone about it because I think it's going to be difficult for me to explain on my own. (laughs) Anyway, that's for another time. But basically in practices and games, I am accumulating debt because it's inevitable. First of all, just got to know that it's inevitable to accumulate debt because you're going to mess up. So at some point you're going to mess up, make a mistake, bad balance, whatever it is. And Really, it's just about how am I working back for that and how am I growing from that? And for every mistake, it's possible to 
get like three, four times better if for every mistake you're doing three, four things that are going to improve what, ha- what happened to prevent it from happening again or to make it better or easier, whatever it is. And I realized that without sport, when I'm injured or not playing or just not at the field or wherever it is, like futsal's in a gym, but when if I'm not playing soccer, I have, I have no outlet. And I'm realizing how important having an outlet is. Because uh, like throughout like the week, things go wrong. Life, life is life, and it is not perfect all the time. And it definitely is not what you need sometimes, and can be pretty annoying and depressing, um, and definitely frustrating at times. So throughout the week, I'm like, I don't know, I failed a quiz, I had a test that was really hard to study for, I forgot to hand in my homework, whatever is happening, I was late to this or that, I had to cancel my, my um, shift because I, I scheduled an appointment at the wrong time, oh my gosh, so many things are going down, it's like, it's, it's hard. And throughout that week, in, in the ideal world, for me at least, in my ideal world, I would just play soccer. (laughs) And it wouldn't make all these problems disappear, but it makes them all better. It makes them have more, like I can, I can step back and have a better perspective of what's happening if I'm playing soccer. And it's crazy to think that one activity, just a few hours a week can have such a large impact on me as a, as a person in all aspects of my life. But it does because I get out so much pent up um, emotion, frustration, disappointment. I get out all like I, I laugh with my team. I enjoy my time there. I learn something. I get to zone in and focus on one task at a time. And I get to play something that I love. And it's a physical activity and it gets me moving. And like I sweat and I, and I, well, hopefully I don't bleed. <laughs> but um, there's so much like, like, I don't know what the word is. I'm getting like kind of like pumped up thinking about it. But there's this word like it's like passion. There it is. That's the word. There's so much passion into this one activity. And I just love that. And it makes me so happy to just play and learn and grow and try new things and push myself physically and mentally to the point of like exhaustion. And when I go home after whatever it is, a practice, a game, training, working out, whatever that I'm doing, when I go home, I feel fulfilled. That right there is what I want to do my entire life. Whatever job I, I end up with or that I am striving to get to, <laughs> I want it to leave me feeling like that. Because that feeling is probably the best feeling. To just feel even... Uh, not all practices are perfect either but even those terrible practices that leave me feeling like I suck I'm already thinking about the next I'm already thinking I can't wait to be back and try this again because I know I'm gonna get better and I know that I'm gonna put in as much effort as it takes to get better and I guess I just really like having all that focus like pointed in one direction at one goal just to go up Just keep going up in whatever it is, like your fitness, your skill, your technical, physical or mental, like just all of that to just focus really hard on that and have somewhere to just zone in on one, one task. I I know I already said that, but it's kind of the summarizing this idea is that all this effort and energy is just put towards this one thing. 
And it's like, there's so much passion in it. And it's such a beautiful sport and I love it. And that just makes it so much easier to dedicate so much time and energy to it. (laughs) So when I'm not playing, (laughs) when I'm not playing, I'm just missing that part, that component that keeps me grounded and kind of stable and steady. When something, I think it's also consistency. I go to practice every day. Not every day, sorry. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I go to practice every day this practice, but every week. Like I I don't think I've missed, since I got injured at least, I haven't missed like a single practice or anything. And now suddenly I'm not even there. Like I'm just completely like burnt out after my appointments and like um, recovery stuff that I'm just like, I can't go, like I can't even sit there. Like I'm exhausted and I just pass out. (laughs) Um, I just go to sleep for like 12 hours, 12 to 14 hours. That's totally normal. (laughs) But just not to not have that consistency just throughout the week, even just the the stability um, of just going somewhere like every just going somewhere that I love consistently, and I think there's a there's a decently easy solution here, which is just to find something. Okay, what's something else I love? I love I love writing. I love art. I love nature. Um, why don't I just go out like? every other day like the days I would have had practice why don't I go out to like a park (laughs) there's that's that's an easy solution here but I have not done that (laughs) definitely something that I'm gonna consider incorporating um and just keep in mind like the next oh gosh no I'm gonna knock on wood just like the next time I get injured (laughs) hopefully never but you know it's a sport and it's probably gonna happen but I'm knocking on wood we're not gonna think that (laughs) Yeah, but just to keep in mind that I can find a way to create the kind of consistency and stability that soccer brings me when I'm not playing. Um, But throughout, I I took a while to explain all that, but the idea is that, um, well, what I was thinking the other day is that all of this consistency and effort and energy putting into the sport that I love I, I, I know that I, I get a lot of confidence from that. Like when you're, when you're out there playing and you're strong and you feel good, and even if the game doesn't go perfectly well, you still put your all into it. And you had some great moments, some bad ones too, but you came back from those and you fought and uh, you just felt really strong. That just creates a level of confidence in yourself that I don't know how to achieve anywhere else, which is something I want to learn because I, again, I'm going to have to knock on wood, but one day I I probably won't be playing. (laughs) That's so sad to say, (laughs) but one day, you know, I I might not, who knows, but say I I could never play soccer again. Like, where am I going to find that media or that activity or just, um, just outlet to find that confidence and to um kind of keep it (laughs) keep it like flowing consistent consistently because it almost feels like sometimes confidence is kind of something that like you use and refill I don't know actually if this is this might be something to think a little bit more about maybe I'm completely wrong about this like analogy but sometimes it feels like through soccer I'm like filling this like this jar of like confidence and then you know I have like a really uncomfortable or difficult 
conversation or moment like wherever in a different area of my life and then I have to like kind of take out of that confidence jar um and then go back to practice and I refill it again and sometimes even at soccer practice I'm using out of that jar because I messed up really bad and like it took a lot of courage to get back up and try again um and it took some confidence to do so but I guess when I'm not playing the one thing that's refilling this jar we are gonna call it a jar of confidence this is crazy I've never thought of confidence this way believe me but we're doing it now so this jar of confidence is getting like refilled by just having like practice and having that outlet and that um I guess that that area that creates that feeling within me and then not having it I'm just like that's I guess what was that's I guess I think what happened that day yesterday when I was put on put on the spot putting quotations around that when I was put on the spot there I just think I hit the bottom of the jar (laughs) I just went oop can't find it in myself to just try yeah I think that that I just realized like in not in that moment but in discussing and thinking about that moment I realized how much I heavily rely on soccer and what it what it does for my for me for my life for not just like there's so much more than just what happens on the field so much more like we all have every person who like um we'll just use athletes as an example but every athlete there's so much so much more to them than just what they're showing on the field or in their performance or in their training and this includes like my teammates and what like there's so much more to my teammates than what I know and I I make an active effort to learn as much as I can about them and to understand them so that I can appreciate them and help them when and where I can. But I know there's so much more to them than than they show, and that's totally fine. Like they they don't need to share everything about them. But to keep in mind that we're a lot more than just our performance on the field. I think I actually had an Instagram post about this. I'm gonna just quickly look it up because I wanna I I think I wrote something there that kind of ties into this yeah so I was right um it just what I wrote on my post is I think that being an elite athlete sometimes makes you forget that there's more to you than your performance on the field I'm learning to do a better job of appreciating all the different aspects of my being so when I wrote that I was just at that point my (laughs) my account on Instagram was heavily soccer like heavily like and I didn't post anything that was not soccer related because I felt like how is that relevant who cares and what what is that gonna like I always thought that that would just like negatively affect me because it's like oh it'll show I'm not like a dedicated soccer player whatever it was that I was making up in my head a stupid reason for why I shouldn't post anything else about my life I finally got over with the help of some really strong people in my life, strong women that I look up to a lot, um, they really opened my eyes to the idea that I can, I can be more than just an athlete. And in being an athlete, I am more than just being an athlete, if that makes sense. Um, and it was just the idea that I have a lot more um, about me and there's so many more layers to me than just my performance, than just being an athlete. So keeping that in mind... I'm realizing that being an athlete is one part, 
that greatly affects all the other parts, and other parts greatly affect the other parts. Oh my gosh, that does not, (laughs) that is confusing stuff. Um, But just that I think my life, I think like in anything, homeostasis needs to be maintained. Oh my gosh, I'm taking science right now. No wonder I'm acting like this. (laughs) But homeostasis is balance, and it's what all, like all of nature does this. Our cells, our, our bodies, other animals, plants, the earth, the atmosphere, the ecosystem, it all has to maintain balance in one shape or form. In one shape or, in one shape or another form. Oh gosh, that does not make sense. Oh my gosh, I hope that, I hope that you understand what I'm trying to say. Just read between the lines. All these different natural things have to maintain homeostasis or balance in one form or another. Oh, I think I finally said it. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) So I think I just started to see my life as also part of this natural category where my my life needs to maintain balance in, in one way or another as well. And when one thing is too little or too much or whatever it is or lacking or missing from the equation I think it really does have an effect on other components and just through learning that I think this is like the conclusion through learning this about my life and myself and how soccer affects me I realized I need to be more kind to myself (laughs) of course it comes back to self-love and kindness yeah but I, I was really hard on myself that moment that I couldn't answer my coach's question. I just kind of, I deflated in a way. And I wasn't really kind to myself after the fact either until I had a more in-depth conversation today actually about it. I think that if I had come to the conclusion that through, through not playing soccer, I'm definitely not as much of myself as I would like to be. I think it would have been easier for me to brush off the the misstep. I don't even want to call it a misstep, but like hiccup maybe. To just brush I guess just brush off what happened, like my reaction or how it how it went down. And I think that would have been a lot easier to do had I known a little sooner that hey, like hey, Taya, <laughs> hello. Why don't you just look at the facts? Like why don't you look at the fact that you haven't played in a while and that you're feeling kind of low today. Why, why, why was that not my first reaction? Why was I first like, oh my God, I suck. <laughs> I think this is our reaction, our first reaction to a lot of things. And it's sad to see even. Like, I, I always feel so... <sighs> it really hurts. Like, when I see my teammates hurting... Oh my gosh, I'm going to get to another podcast with crying? Wow, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh my god. It really hurts though to see my teammates struggling. I, f- I really feel it with them. And I think being on a team, you kind of take this oath to protect your teammates and look out for them and have their back and I guess in a way you you also oath um and promise to hurt with them and to fail with them to battle with them and to win with them 
it's a lot easier said than done <laughs> because when when I see my teammates looking so down upon themselves and for what <laughs> even when I haven't gotten to know them super well I know that they're not at their best at that moment and they're looking so they're looking at themselves so harshly it, it hurts it hurts to watch that and it hurts because there's no way to fix that or help it. And I think that's what we all want to do when we see people that we care about or have promised to look out for. We we want to make it better, but we can't. <laughs> when someone's hurting, the goal isn't to fix it or hurt others because they're hurting or to draw their attention away from the pain. It's to feel it. I think that is the greatest form of care and the greatest way to show I don't know I I hope that in me learning this I can not only be an example and my experience can be something to learn from but also that I can I can have more knowledge to better understand my teammates and the people I care about so that the next time that I see this happening I am a little bit more in tune with myself and can then be more helpful to them yeah but seeing seeing my teammates just seeing them struggle in general is really hard for me and I hope to uh, I don't know if I should share this now or another time I guess I'm just gonna do it now <laughs> I don't know how this is necessarily relevant to what I've been talking about but I'm gonna share it anyway we had, a, we had a tournament, it was sometime in August, and we went to the island, uh, Victoria, I'm pretty sure. And I can't exactly remember why, but I was playing a new position. And the position was striker. I've never been a striker in my entire life, I can guarantee you that. And you know what, I, st <laughs> I still don't think it's for me. I am completely open to learning a new position. I think it is super valuable for me to, even just if I suck at it and I go back to my original position, just to understand that position better is, per like, it's you can't put a price on that. That is invaluable information. So I was playing in this new position, striker. And I'm just going to share why I can't play striker. <laughs> I can't play striker because... As soon as I lose the ball or I can't, I can't do anything with it, I can't create a goal-storing opportunity, I can't do my job well, I lose possession, I can't gain possession, whatever happens, whenever I mess up, basically, and I have to look back, I have to turn around and look back at my team and watch the other team have possession and basically attack, like... That's just, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard to watch. I don't know if it, this is just something all strikers deal with or I am a special case <laughs> or what exactly is happening or who, maybe it's just who I am. I don't know. But when I look back at my team, I, I can't even get that image out of my head. Like it is, oh my God, it keeps me going sometimes because I don't think I, I'll, I'll ever forget. When I had to look back, specifically that weekend, because I was completely new to that position and I was doing a terrible job of it. Anytime I had to look back at my team, 
and see them struggling, it was like the worst feeling ever. To know that I can't help because the one place that I could have helped, I failed at. Like, I take that upon myself. Like, I take whatever happens upon myself because I I had one job. <laughs> I had one job and I couldn't do it. And, you know, like, I, I'm not at all um, disappointed in myself for that weekend or whatever happened or how it went down or my ability to play that position. I'm not upset with myself because I know I'm new at it and I'm trying and I'm learning and I've definitely made lots of improvements and I've learned I learned so much that weekend it's ridiculous like I learned so many things about how I play that position that I had never really considered before because I had never gotten a chance to play there so I also greatly appreciate my coach for allowing me the chance to play there like that is it's really valuable like believe me when I say I'm gonna do a podcast about this at some point but playing different positions just a few times it it greatly impacts your like it changes I'll do I'll do a podcast at some point but it just has a large impact on how you play and and your both like uh brain like your thinking and also how you play so I think it, that it's super valuable but I I definitely don't think that I could ever be a striker if I continue thinking how I do because I can't look back at my team like like it is so hard to, and I, I do because I have to, but it's so hard to watch them struggle when I could have done my job better. It's just one of the worst feelings. Gosh, I really hope this is not, um, <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can hear that I've, I've been crying a bit. <laughs> oh, well, this is a great podcast episode. I love how we started with um, confidence in sport and now we've gotten to kind of not the opposite but just um feeling low and feeling like um feeling I guess it's it's feeling your teammates pain that's what it is you know um I I'm born in July so I'm a cancer zodiac sign the crab if that rings a bell and one of the things about us apparently is that we're is that we're incredibly emotional and you know what they're right (laughs) i i swear it's it's very accurate and i know that i feel things really deeply and i think that's one of the reasons why i play like i do and why soccer means so much to me and this whole podcast is relevant and this is relevant relevant oh my god i think i said elephant um this is relevant to the whole podcast because i think feeling feelings it's really difficult and honestly you don't see the benefits of feeling so crappy immediately but in the long run I think that looking back at all the things that have happened in my life all the disappointments all the letdowns all the pain all the hurt all the times I've had my back stabbed basically all of it is worth it because it's gotten me here and I can't I don't I couldn't think about being anywhere else but here. I guess we're getting into gratitude now. This is just so ridiculous. It's really infinite thoughts for a reason, huh? Um 
But getting here to be in a place where I have fantastic relationships with the people that I care about and I have people in my life that are committed to growing and trying to be more themselves and understand themselves better. And I have an incredible team, incredible coach, at an incredible academy with multiple incredible coaches and, and staff members and team like um, teams. Um, and then to also be like, I'm at that point in my life. Oh my gosh, I'm sounding like a 30 year old. <laughs> but I'm at that point in my life where it's kind of like, because I'm in grade 11. And the thing is, is that I am not necessarily at a point that I'm responsible for everything yet. Like, I still live with my parents and they take care of me and they provide me with food and shelter and love that I am so grateful to have. But I'm old enough to be able to kind of make my own decisions and form my own thoughts and feelings about things and I'm very lucky to grow up in a house where that has always been the case and I've always been not entitled to but just allowed to have my own opinions and I'm so grateful for them um, to give me that like that is not something I don't think everybody receives and I know that I'm super lucky for it and it's honestly allowed me to become the person that I am and to become myself and who I want to be so I don't, I, I think I'll forever be grateful to them for that. And I'm so, like, I'm so lucky to have such incredible parents. But this point in my life is really interesting because it's kind of an in-between, which I think is also kind of frustrating sometimes because it's not one way or the other anymore. Like, I'm almost an adult, but not quite. <laughs> and I think like one, but I'm not one. <laughs> but I think it's really interesting too, and there's lots of beauty in it. And there's lots of freedom in it too. Because I get to be just kind of like both a kid and an, a, an adult. I'm putting quotations around that because I think age is so irrelevant to the number. And I think that just comes from like growing up and experiencing the world and trying things and observing and learning. But it's not really like, I don't think you can put a number on it. And I know we do. We just go by years you've been on the earth for this long, you're, you're this age, and you know this much, but I think it's a lot more complex than that, and you can be 14 and have experienced a lot more than someone who's 30, so age is not completely right, I don't think, but I just think this time is really interesting, and there's lots of, to, there's, there's a lot to appreciate about it. This is a super long podcast again. Thank you so much if you stayed till the end. I'm going to just quickly summarize like everything because I know it was a bit confusing at times, but I was just talking about um, how soccer gives me a lot of confidence and being able to focus on one thing that I love and that I'm passionate about gives me so much joy and just grounds me in a way that not many other things do. And then I also just kind of touched on how my team is just a big part of my experience with sport and like on the field and etc. And then I kind of started talking about other things at the end here, which aren't completely relevant, but that's okay because they were interesting. 
and I definitely cried during this podcast just for the record uh yeah but thank you again thank you so much for listening um I really really enjoy doing these podcasts but I definitely want to hear from you guys though let me know um what you guys think of these kind of podcasts and also it would be really helpful if you let me know like how long is a good length for a podcast because I think I get carried away (laughs) I think of course I get carried away you're talking about Taya here (laughs) um yeah but I'm guessing like between the 20 minute range is probably the ideal time however I do go over that if you can't tell and I go under it a bit too so just let me know like what do you guys think and what do you guys think so far about these podcast episodes that I've been doing um but I really appreciate all of you who listen and have told me that you love listening it really makes me happy um and it makes it so much easier to make more and edit them and spend time on them so yeah I'm gonna keep trying to make these and putting them out there and hopefully making them a bit more refined and chronological so that it makes sense but um yeah thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one